What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode two of season four. I'm your host, Kurt Field. And it is your boy, 1W Bruno. Kurt, ask me why I'm 1W Bruno this week. Please, please, God, give me the answer. You know I've taken many L's, and I will probably continue to do so. You know, there's just a lot of L's flying around. You know, pick six, we'll probably get to at some point. That was a big L. Multiple L's there. But, Kurt, the 1W I got, I think in my lifetime, against you in fantasy, I'm probably like 0-17, and the Dogs with the crops on the line, with the harvest on the line, with the entire season on the line, gave me one single W this week. You got Getting the big season opening dub over Kurt. You got me. And it's funny because you know how like on ESPN, they give you those like insights to like who you're best against and who you're worst against. Yep. You've had like very respectable teams over the years. Well, no, no. You... <laughs> well, I said respectable. Okay, thank you. Respectable. Retupectable. Re retupectable. <laughs> um, it's it's basically it showed me that in my career against you, I was seven and one. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I I didn't know those stats. I just it was my gut feeling. You... Like I would have bet probably your life savings that that's what the record would have been. Yeah, I was seven and one against you, and now I'm seven and two yeah. against you. You got the big boy dub. I, to be honest with you, Bruno, because for the people who you know, know a little bit about your boy over here. Sure. I was in Miami this weekend. People forget. I wish I wasn't in Miami this weekend. Mm. That's also a bold face lie. It was an awesome trip. Yeah, you had a great time. Anyway, <laughs> but like I don't think I checked fantasy once. I know I lost in both my leagues. Oh. W- w- honest to God, what was the final score? You well, had Justin Jefferson, right? No. Uh, but if that you, must have my other league. If you never checked, did you lose? Hmm. Was this breaking news? No, I mean I knew I lost. <laughs> was this breaking news? I got like some update, like an email to my like, Yeah. An email to my email, believe an it or email not. To my email. And it was like uh the good news is you had a moral victory. Uh, oh. <laughs> the bad news is you didn't have a victory. That's and I was like, out. okay, ESPN is just throwing shots at me already. Well, Kurt, I got good news for you. Everybody knows the saying goes, it's how you start and not how you finish. Everybody knows that. Yeah, that, that's your that's, motto. That's, that's your <laughs> motto after pick six last yeah, couple of years. Okay, well, I didn't start well, so fuck you. I don't know if you've ever had a lead on me ever. Uh, okay, all well, right. Is zero zero a lead? Let's debate. Is four two a lead? No, because that's what that's where the standings <laughs> lie. Damn it! And you picked the Cardinals. That should be I, that okay. should be minus two Listen, for you. That was a bad pick. Historically that bad. That's fine. I'll own that one. I so it's funny. Well, I don't know. It's really not that funny. But I can never remember who we pick in the oh, pick yeah. six. Never. So I was watching it back today. My pick about Kansas City, I was like, I don't even think it's going to be close. Yeah, yeah, and I was the idiot. That was a home run pick. I also, I mean, the Patriots pick, I just had, I had really bad vibes going to that game. Yeah, and historically, for the Patriots alone picks, you're probably also historically better record than I am on those. However, you know, I'm going down with the ship. <laughs> am I the ship? Are the Patriots the ship? Are they even talented I, enough to be a ship? You're the shit. Oh, that was good. Thank you. We're the ships, and I'm the ship. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that. Me either. But the Patriots aren't winning the championship, baby. Oh, <laughs> the ships, but you're the shit, and the Patriots are not winning the, the championship. Chip. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, go. here's one more thing. This is a question I've always had, because okay. it's been different amongst different friend groups I've been around. Yes, sir. When you go to win a championship, why is it? people say, we're going to the ship, or we're going to the chip. I've always thought we're going to the ship, the championship. But people are like, yo, it's a chip. I'm like, well, what's the chip? It's not a Lay's potato chip. True. It's a champion 
ship. Yeah, I. That's a great point because I've also always heard that, and I've always been a ship guy. Because again, championship. It's not the championship. Thank you. That's what, we're, not, we're not talking about Lay's potato yeah, chips. Yeah, there ain't no chips. Here. But I mean, it's chip always on your shoulder. All right. Uh, reply to this post whenever this or live on Twitch or right live now. on Twitch. Is it chip or ship? Chip or ship. That will be, I should go. I'll make a poll this week. Let's pull it up. I'll make a poll. I'll like cut this clip and, and we'll pull it. And results to follow on Pick Six this weekend. Great. Boom. Fantastic. This is we're adding more to this podcast every day. <laughs> All right. Bruno, I believe. Oh. Oh. Music. We get to put music in again. Oh, fuck yeah, we're the music boys. I gotta find it again. But Bruno, you know The Island Boys. The, uh, don't ever call no. me an island boy. <laughs> I had to. I know. It was my one chance I, I had to take it. <laughs> you consider it took. <laughs> take it. All right, Bruno. Well you gotta count us in. All right. We got a little three, little two, little one, little a music. Bruno, there's no other place to start. The NFL season kicked off last Thursday. Bills Rams. Okay, we opened with a with a banner mm-hmm. being dropped by the Super Bowl Fifty Five champion Los Angeles Rams. Bruno, the celebration only lasted a couple minutes. Yeah, because the only people who were celebrating after this game were the Buffalo Bills, yep. thirty-one to ten, ass whooping over the over the Rams in Week One. Josh Allen, the boy. DraftJoshAllen.com. DraftJoshAllen.com. He's tall. And looks good in shorts. And he looks great in shorts. <laughs> well, the man who looks great in shorts did literally whatever. He might have bent someone over, oh, if you know what boy. I'm saying. No shorts anymore. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> looks good in shorts and not in shorts. <laughs> he did literally whatever he wanted to the Rams. We are, <laughs> we are goofing. We made it half of a second. <laughs> God help us. God uh, save the queen. No way too late. Oh, no. Nailed it. Oh, no. She's gone. Okay. R.I.P. in peace. Um, just like all right, the, let's get let's get back on the ship here. Just like, <laughs> just like the Rams' uh, chances uh. in this game, pretty pretty much right away, it was obvious that this was not going to be their night. Um, the addition of obviously we know what the Bills' offense is with Josh Allen right. and, that, and that receiving course to Von Diggs. The addition of Von Miller to that defense proved you know just to be downright unfair in this one. He had a couple sacks against his former team. Buffalo made a statement in Week One. Will the Rams be back? Yes, I'm sure they'll be all right, but but Buffalo made sure everyone in the league knew they're they're not they're not playing around this year. Yeah, and I also thought it was low key hilarious that a OBJ was OBJ was there on the Rams sideline, and then a after the game he tweets like sheesh, Bills Mafia, and then Von Miller's like, yo, come play for us, bro. Like, yeah, hilarious. L's everywhere for the Rams. <laughs> Much like Bruno, L's everywhere. <laughs> Much like me in Week One of Fantasy. Oh, well, I guess. See, we're that, all that. we're all we're all being handed out L's this <laughs> oh, week. Love that. Well, Kurt, that was the easiest segue of all time. You know, another team that was handed an L this week. Bada bing, bada boom. Uh, that was really served up <laughs> served for Served right up there. Yeah. Uh, it was the 49ers, Kurt. Uh, Kurt, you know when they say it, it's raining really hard, they say it's raining cats and dogs? See. I don't know why that is. Like, has that ever happened? Over under .5 times in history, <laughs> it's rained cats and dogs, Kurt? I'm going to... Life's too short to bet the under. I'm betting the over. I'm taking the over on that one. But, Kurt, it was raining cats and dogs in Chicago and the Bears. Animal advantage. What are you going to do when you have the animal advantage? The 49ers, simply not animals. Not animal enough. Not a, What is it? Gold? Gold. Yeah. Gold. The gold rush. Over, 1949. Was a brick of gold versus a bear? I mean, tough. if you tell me. Tough. But regardless, the Bears stole the victory. Maybe not stole, but they they acquired the victory, 19-10. to 10. Kind of an ugly game, Kurt, if we're going to be honest. Really not much to take away here. Again, both offenses pretty tough. If you saw the videos of the game, the players were literally, like, slip and sliding all over the field. So, again, like, ugly game. Not much you can really say. On the Bears side, at least you won in your coach's debut. Matt, are, have we determined Eberflus? Eberflus. Eberflus? I don't Eber? know. Eberflus. Yes, Kurt nailed it right there. So he got a win in his first game. Good for him. 
on the 49ers side, not only did George, aka Greg Kittle, not even play, but Elijah Mitchell got hurt. Um, so that sucks for them. And again, the only other thing, Kurt, I, again, I don't think you can do this after this game alone. Sure you can. But, Kurt, yeah. guess uh. which quarterback is still on that team whose name isn't Trey Lance? Hmm. Does it happen to be <laughs> Himmy Harapolo? <laughs> Fucking nailed it. Thank it's you. him. You know how they it's always say it. like it's him. him. It's him. It's him. It's him. You want to put a pack, a case of Diet Dew on this? Oh no. Oh god. Black and Miles. Oh my god. Sam so, yeah. Tharp. Kurt, it's been two games. Oh god. All right. <laughs> Woo. All right. How season can I segue? Two, season four is going to be just nuts. I can tell. <laughs> but no, seriously, Trey Lance did, did not look good. No. The conditions sucked. Yeah. So let's put that out there. But the 49ers, for being a team that, you know, is supposed to be this hard-nosed football team, yep. got beat by the Chicago Bears, who That's was supposed tough. to be pretty goddamn bad this year. So we'll see how this goes. This was an upset for me. I mm-hmm. did I would did not see that one coming. Nope. Shout out my cousin Dylan. Ooh. He was at the cousin game. Dill. It's cousin Dill. Is he, he the hardest worker in your family? He might he's the richest. Oh, okay. He's oh. he does very well for himself. All right. Uh so shout out Dylan and his girlfriend Brianna. They oh. were at the Bears game this oh, weekend in we Chicago. Got a statement: It was it raining cats and dogs. All right, we'll uh, ask them. We'll, we'll circle for back. More, more future work for us. Yeah, and um, it's because Brianna, Dylan's girlfriend, is like tight with Trevor Simeon. Trevor Simeon. So <laughs> wow. there you go. What a world. I know. So that was that. So good for the Bears good and good for, for the, Dylan and Brianna. The Bears. Uh, you know who else this weekend was good for? Nailed it. The New Orleans Saints, baby. <laughs> New Orleans Saints. So have to go down to the ATL. Marcus Mariota, the Dirty Birds, Bruno. Mm. They looked like they had the week one upset on the Saints clearly within their grasp, within their sight. However, a 17-point fourth quarter by the boy. He was eating some W's on the sideline. Eating them W's. Stealing them crab legs. And he had a 17-point fourth quarter. Uh, Jameis Winston and Michael Thomas propelled the Saints to a 27-26 victory over the Falcons. Bruno. Mm -hmm. Michael Thomas. Mm. don't, Don't sleep on the man. Do Listen. not sleep on the man. Listen. Two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, and our boy, Corduroy Cordero Patterson. Love him. 22 carries for 120 yards and a score. So, I mean, this game was pretty nuts, too, considering, you know, the deficit the Saints were down. Yep. Corduroy has really transitioned to solely a running back at this point. Yeah, and I don't know about you, Kurt, but to me in fantasy this year, when I saw him on the board, I was like, eh, that was probably just last year, maybe yes. a little bit of the fluke. Yes. And then now I'm just sad because I would have loved to have Big Corduroy on the team. Big C, Big Cord, Big Corduroy, whatever you want to go with for that version of the nickname. Uh, you know, really just lit it up. And Kurt, many people say the Patriots are to thank for that. Oh, Josh McDaniels deserves 100% of yeah. the credit for that. Yeah. So, I mean, he deserves a lot of credit for a yeah. lot of things, and we'll wow. get more into that later. But. True. Oh, whatever. So, hey, eating W's in week one. Eating W's. Well, Kurt, speaking of uh, deserving credit for things, the Lions did not win the game. But mm. do they deserve credit for yes. playing hard? Yes. Sure, absolutely do. Uh, 100%. 100%. Listen, the darlings of the hard knock season, the darlings, they played. Uh, how you doing, how darling? You do? Don't worry, darling. New movie coming out. Sponsored. Uh, we're sponsored by Don't Worry, Darling, Harry Styles, uh, Florence Pugh, Chris Pine. Directed by Olivia Wilde. You don't know what I'm talking about, or do you? <laughs> You're no. just looking at me. But there's a new movie? Yeah. Don't oh. worry, darling. It's called, it's with Harry Styles. Oh, no. Oh, hmm. Well, I mean, Kurt. I mean, 
Shout out my cousin Jackie. She loves it. Okay, so she'll be seeing yeah. it. So shout well, out Jackie. Shout out Jackie. Abby, everyone's seen, everyone's seen that. All right, so we'll probably be seeing it. But anyways, I don't know where I was going with that. But don't worry, darling. It doesn't really matter. Um, the Eagles you are going to the box office. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And this game had a lot of box score material because it was 38 to 35 Eagles. Listen, what an absolute shaboinga of a game, Kurt. 38-35? That is a, a barn burner. Again, that's another one of those phrases that's like, why do we say that? But... The Detroit Lions scored five times the amount of points as the New England Patriots in Week One. Listen, did you have to, Kurt? Yeah. Yep. Well, so just rude. put that in perspective. Well, I don't want to, but Kurt, put some grit in your cereal and eat that up, huh, <laughs> pal? I got, I got nothing to say. I guess I'm just gonna have to eat my cereal now. <laughs> With some grit. <laughs> With some grit. Some grits. Oh, um, nice. Kurt, the Eagles look good on offense. Um, they had four rushing touchdowns from four different rushers, uh, including one by Jalen Hurts. They definitely look good offensively, proving that you. I think they were one of your sleeper picks in the NFC. They definitely offensively seem that way. However, Kurt, mm-hmm. however, mm-hmm. they had multiple 17-point leads in the third quarter and yet somehow got outscored 14 to nothing in the fourth. That kind of looked like a close game in the end. Again, it's probably like, again, it was a three-point game. You might assume it was close. The Eagles were largely in control for the most part. A.J. Brown, that's one of those things that you just like forget that A.J. Brown's on the Eagles now. He popped off. I think he had like 10 catches, 155 yards receiving. So that's great. I mean, again, for the Eagles, the takeaway is like thumbs up for the offense, putting up 38, doing a lot of on the ground. Obviously, the air game will, will get going too. The, the bad news is like, again, I know the Lions have weapons, but like you let them 35 points to the Lions. You know who's going to know that A.J. Brown's on the Eagles? Who? The Titans. Oh. Because <laughs> terrible. Remember no. them. Oh, my God. That was <laughs> so work that good. <laughs> that was so good. No, I mean, this game was awesome. And I think the fact that um, the Lions came out, did they win? No. And I'm sure I don't. I'm sure I am sure Dan Campbell is not a believer in moral victories. Yeah. He does not really seem like a moral victory type of fella. No. Um, but with that being said, they did show out kind of in week one. And like they could have gone in there and got their doors blown off. Uh, their Ford doors. Oh, I see what you did off. there. But they didn't. And I, I think that's – the Lions aren't going to win the Super Bowl this year. But if Dan Campbell can kind of improve uh, or keep building on what he had done last year, they're going to be in a pretty good spot. And I, I, like I said, I do think the Eagles have a chance to be very good this year. So, all in all, one of the better games of the weekend. Yes, sir. Uh, you know what? Want to know what not was not one of the better games of the weekend? <laughs> Hit me with it. It involved the New York Jets. <laughs> Shocked. Oh, Bruno, this is the year. Twenty twenty two. This is the year. This is the year the New York Jets get back on track. They had a great draft. This is the year. The year. Just kidding. They still fucking suck. <laughs> fucking let's go. Oh my god. <laughs> Lamar Jackson, the man who is betting on himself this yeah. season, yep. uh, through th- through. Mm-hmm. Check mm-hmm. through. I didn't say run. I ran. Rushed. Ran. Scrambled. Scrambled. Eggs. I don't like eggs like too much. That's <laughs> because uh, <laughs> they they come from. Chickens and chickens kind of scare me. Anyway, okay, honestly, I, fair. But honestly I like fair. it. But, but like, you ain't chicken though. But I like eating chicken. So mm. let's just not look that you up. You are what you eat. Yeah. <laughs> Roasty. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, anyway, Lamar Jackson rushed for three. Nope. <laughs> you did it again. I did it again. <laughs> he threw for three touchdowns and a twenty-four to nine win in the Meadowlands for the Ravens. Uh, oddly enough, the Jets quarterback hmm. just so happened to be the quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens. When they won a Super Bowl. Hmm. That man is Joe Flacco. Damn. Joe Flacco had <laughs> 59 pass attempts in the loss. There's not much to say in this one, Bruno. 
two AFC teams who won't finish anywhere near each other in the conference standings. Absolutely not. Kurt, I can't stress that enough. 59 pass attempts for Joe Flacco is literally hilarious. If Joe Flacco is attempting 59 passes in the game, <laughs> just assume you're getting absolutely <laughs> yeah. buried. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was tough. That because was, uh... we've talked about, like, you know, with Michael Carter and Brees Hall, the strength of the New York Jets should be their, their, their rushing attack. Uh... Joe Flacco throwing 59 times <laughs> somehow doesn't fit into that equation. Somehow. Kurt, we're not math guys, but that equation does not check out. We have a literal stats guy, so we don't have to do math. That is very true. Yeah, that's very true. Well, Kurt, uh, speaking of a couple uh, of irrelevant teams here, our next game, uh, the Telltale game of the week. Everybody was tuning into this game. Everybody has vivid memories of every play from this game. Uh, the Commanders versus the Jaguars. Woohoo! Top tier teams, Kurt. I. You know what? This is like the first time I'm hearing about the score. So <laughs> it's like, oh shit! Wow. Commanders one and zero. Ron Rivera, <laughs> let's, let's go. go. Commanders twenty eight, Jaguars twenty two. Again, like you know, and then and at the end of the day, kind of expected, I guess. Carson Wentz, Kurt, first game as a Commander, classic Carson Wentz experience, starting right from the start. Mixed in two interceptions, two horrible interceptions on I think back to back throws, like on different drives, obviously. Um, between four touchdowns. So again, he accounted for all their points. He also accounted for two of their turnovers. They were losing to the Jaguars at one point, and then Carson Wentz was like, Okay, I'm good enough to at least lead the team to not lose to the Jaguars. So that's good, I guess. I will say the commanders actually have a pretty solid wide receiving core. Um, they mixed in Curtis Samuel following your boy, Ron Rivera, who you just said. I forget that he's there. I know. Another one. Of Wasn't he on there. the Panthers? He was on the Panthers, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think okay. so. Um, and so he came out and they like got him involved and he was playing well. Obviously, you got Scary Terry. You got a lot of, a lot of other pieces on offense. But again, it's not about the pieces on offense. It's about Carson Wentz. So, you know, again, good win for the commanders, I guess. The only note I'll say, Kurt, and I don't know what you think. We heard, you know, and again, all quarterbacks develop differently, but all we kept hearing in the Trevor Lawrence draft was surefire Hall of Famer, number one best quarterback of all time. Sure. Again, he's on the Jaguars. He had Urban Meyer for, like, however long he had Urban yeah. Meyer for. Again, he's... Well, he, too, mo too long. Right. And so, like, maybe not ideal. But, Kurt, like, at some point, like, when, it, when are we going to start being, like, we need to see more from Trevor Lawrence? And Doug Peterson is kind of like a quarterback whisperer. Yeah. He <clears throat> famously... Mm just so happened to be the guy who beat the Patriots in Super Bowl 52 with the Eagles with a backup poo. quarterback. 50, 50 poo. Yeah, that was <laughs> not good. Um, but, you know, that should be a guy that goes out there and, you know, does something with Trevor Lawrence. Yep. Also, that's a team I picked to finish second in the AFC South. People forget. People do forget that. Um, Bruno, speaking of famous quarterback battles. Oh, boy. This one was actually a pretty good one. Okay. Yeah. A lot of drama surrounding this. We had the Browns and Panthers going at it. Another wild finish in week one took place down in Carolina, Bruno. Mm -hmm. Browns. <clears throat> I had to look this up. Numer numerous sources. The Browns are 1-0 <laughs> for the first yeah. <laughs> time since 2004. I saw that on ESPN. I was like, there's no, no. way. There's simply no way. I'm like, ESP ESPN is known to lie. We're very, we know we we we, we be knowing this. It's a, it's a fact. And can I add something to that? Yes. Again, this is not a, a PTF original. I heard this on part of my take, but I have to at least throw this in there. The Browns, for the first time ever, did the one and O tweet because they've never been one and O in the Twitter era. <laughs> so they did the one and O tweet for the first time in their history. Twitch just saw my mouth drop. That was <laughs> that was stunning. That's wild. <laughs> so they're one and O for the first time since 04. Crazy. They won at the expense. Of their old quarterback, Bruno, Baker Mayfield. Katie York 
Household name, people. Household name. <laughs> Kicked a 58-yard field goal. We had a 58-yarder and a 59-yarder in week one. We didn't have a 60. I was going to uh, say yeah, a we didn't have, beak. Yeah, we didn't have a 64-yarder <laughs> or whatever. Um, but he had a Cade York 58-yard field goal as time ran out. Lifted Cleveland over Carolina 26-24. Story in this game, Jacoby Brissett simply not it for court, at quarterback. Obviously, Deshaun Watson is coming down the pike mm-hmm. in a couple in 10 weeks from now. But Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt look look like a, a yep. tandem that's going to you know, put up some big numbers this year. They did the heavy lifting in this one. The Browns rushed for 217 yards, two touchdowns. Baker competed his ass off. We've known that about Baker. He's going to do that. He gave his team a chance to win. They were up one with seconds left in the game. Yep. Didn't come out. Didn't come to fruition. Um, even though he competed, his statistics aren't. They're not going to be anything special. He. Right. It is what it is. But he if you look at his supporting is. cast, there isn't a whole lot there to, to make work. Uh, Christian McCaffrey played the whole game. <laughs> Credit him. So Carolina lost, but did they actually win? I think they did. All right. Well, there we go. Um, Kurt, before we move on, important question from this game. Chunt or hub? Chunt hub. <laughs> Are you chunty? Are you hubby? You've pretzeled, my, you've pretzeled me. Chunt, chunt I think, hub. is the prohibitive favorite here. Chunt, it just sounds wrong because you take the H out. It sounds like bad, chunk. Yeah, that's what, probably wait. You What's... take the H out from Chunt, and it's probably not great. But, yeah, no, we're not. No, 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 <laughs> no, our, sponsors, no, no. our sponsors wouldn't like yeah, that. Yeah, our sponsors will drop us. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you yeah. know, it's just fun to say. So, yeah, sure you say sure. Chunt, and you're not very confident in it because you're like, wait, that almost sounds bad. But it's not. It's just their names. Well, it's funny because, like, we have a podcast, and I'm really bad at enunciating. Oh. So sometimes if real I say shame. if I say Chunt too fast, mm. it might sound like something else. Real shame. That would be a real shame. Great. Terrible. Um, Kurt, you know you know what else was terrible and a real shame this weekend? Tell me. <laughs> the whole AFC South, Kurt. God, what a disaster. Kurt, in a stat that was noted maybe by every single person who watched a second of football this week or cares about football, again, this was said many times, but we're going to repeat it because it's funny and it's fun to say. Kurt, the AFC South, winless, <laughs> and two of their teams played each other. Kurt, it's terrible. That is crazy. Kurt, that is a literal an LOL because the Colts and Texans – Motherfucking tied on week one, and we almost had two ties. I when it gets to like deep into a, like an overtime, yeah, I'm like I'm rooting oh, for a tie for sure. Like I, for sure. Like going back to last year, the Raiders and Chargers. Oh my god, I needed that tie so bad. That might have been like literally like I don't. That would have been the the greatest, greatest of all ties. The greatest, like the, the greatest oh, of all the greatest of all ties. Tie. So, yes. So that, you know, like you don't have to change it. It's still the goat. Yeah, that would have been perfect. Yeah, that would have been the best tie of all time. But speaking of not the best tie of all time, this still one, this a, one. a tie that happened in our time. Yeah. It was the Colts and the Texans. Again, you would think this is maybe the other way around, but let me repeat this. The Texans, again, you'd think I'm m- mistaken here, but sadly I'm not. The Texans were winning 20-3 to yeah. heading into the fourth uh, quarter. That like popped up on the scoreboard in Miami. People yeah. were like, huh? What? Yeah, literally crazy. And then people, again, another one of these people forget. Matty Ice, Matt Ryan. On the Colts now, led the Colts back from a 23 deficit oh in the fourth God, quarter. Oh, my God. Dan Hamill in the chat. Oh, no. CMC is tra- – okay, we'll get to this later. <laughs> we'll answer the people's questions later at some point. We will. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get we'll get there. there. We have to figure out how to do this Twitch shit. We haven't done this yet, but we're it out. That's okay. And the audio is kind of covering it. But who cares? You know, I'm not judging. I'm not mad. That's fine. Everything's I don't fine. want to talk about Mac Jones. Anyway, keep going. Yeah, keep going. All right. Um, Matty Ice, known to be clutch. Again, Super Bowl clutch. Um, many times in the Falcons clutch. Ice in his veins. He was clutch with the Patriots that one time where he took that sack yep. and Very nice. put him out of field goal range. Very that was nice. fun. I appreciate um, that. So, again, he leads them all the way back. So, it's 20-20 heading to overtime. Kurt, 
This was kind of surprising to me. Rodrigo Blankenship. Again, I had thought of him as like a top tier kicker. Maybe like he was a Georgia guy or yeah. glasses. Yep. Maybe I'm like, li- yeah. Maybe Hot I'm living rod. on the uh, exactly. Maybe I'm living on the past. But not only a did he miss a field goal in overtime that would have won it, but b he literally got cut yesterday. Yeah, that shocked me. That was crazy. I don't know if he's one of the best kickers in the league. He started out hot when he got yeah. into the league. He started yeah. out hot. He's a dome kicker. Like, yeah, he should be. He's not as good as he was when he first got into the league. But he, I feel like he, that man should have a job. I think but so. I, the update from this afternoon is he went unclaimed on waivers. So he's free agent. Weird. We'll see. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, they uh, a 2020 tie incurred. All I have left to say is, you know, you know what they say: all's ties that ends ties. So, there you go, <laughs> Bruno. We might have had another tie. Yeah. If it wasn't for the ginormous balls from Brian Dayball. Yes, sir. Uh, Bruno, the G-Men. The G-Men. The G-Men. The NFL is way more fun when the Giants are good. So, like, I hope Brian Dayball figures it out. Yeah. Um, but like I said, he left his nuts on the ground in Nashville. Big ass After balls. rallying. He's a big boy. He's so, I'm, yeah. you know, you know. Rallying his team from <laughs> down 13 to come back and beat the Titans 21 to 20. Uh, the Giants drive down late. In this one couple, maybe like a minute left to go. Yes, sir. Uh, he, Danny Dimes in the offense, drive down the field, convert a two-point conversion, and go up one point. I thought the game was probably over. I was like, all right. Like, there's not a lot of yep. time. Titans really hadn't moved the ball very well. Derrick Henry looked average at best. And when you make the Titans throw, when you make Ryan Tannehill try to beat you, usually you're going to win. Yeah. Uh, so when you're going to put the Titans in a situation where they have to throw, I felt pretty good. And no A.J. Brown. So it's like... People forget. Yeah. He's on the Eagles. Yeah. So somehow, though, Ryan Tannehill methodically moves him down the field. They get into, into striking distance for a field goal, but Randy Bullock. Fat Randy. Fat Randy pushes a 47-yard field goal as time expires. And like I said, Brian Dable's dragging his nuts to midfield after getting his first win of the, uh, the first win of his career. Brian Dayball's back. Mm. New York is back. Mm. But more so. Saquon Barkley we is are. back. We are Saquon back. Barkley. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> he finished with 164 yards and 18 carries. Yeah. Uh, that's like almost 10 yards per carry. Yeah. And nice. another one of those guys that I was so confident, much like our boy, Mr. Corduroy, I was like, I'm not drafting Saquon in fantasy. No. I was, like, I was like, stay away from him. <laughs> yeah, so great. Uh, yeah. We're all about the hashtag value in our fantasy league. So great yeah. value forever. You were, you were wrong about that, and you're also wrong about what's next. Damn. Well, mm. Kurt. For, listen, I was going to say it, okay? It's not like I was going to beat around the bush. Yes, I gave myself were. this game to take the lead on for a reason, Kurt. <sighs> All right. So the many rumors that many people, a.k.a. me, were saying about the Chiefs and maybe about Patrick Mahomes. And again, I repeat, there were many rumors said. Were they coming from the same source? Me. Yes. But there were many rumors said. Kurt, they may have been greatly exaggerated. Perhaps a tad. Because, Kurt... My, as you, my sources said they were going to be good. Listen, I'm not talking about your sources, okay? I'm talking about my sources. Kurt, as you correctly predicted on the pick six, the Chiefs played the Cardinals in a game of football, and it was almost like the two teams were playing different games. <laughs> it was because bad. the Chiefs the Chiefs just destroyed the Cardinals 44 to 21. That was almost that was only that close. Again, 23-point victory. Only that close because of garbage time, if we're yeah, gonna be completely honest. Um, the, listen, chief, the chief sent the Red Sea home with a red ass. Yeah, literally. Him. And so, again, it was one of those off-seasons where people were like, including, again, the source who's talking right now, was saying, Patrick Mahomes lost Tyreek Hill, lost all his downfield passing, is going to have to rely on Travis Kelsey more, he's getting older, they don't have as many weapons, defense are going to have an easier time. Well, you know, Patrick Mahomes, 
heard all that, and he threw five touchdowns. <laughs> Believe it or not, Patrick Mahomes doesn't suck. So he doesn't suck. So, Kurt, in a way, I'm kind of happy because he's on my fantasy team. Like the, That's good. The Campbell team. So yeah. at least that was good. At least yeah. I had that. But listen, he came out. Firing per usual. He threw two to Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, which I thought was interesting. Again, I don't know if that's, like, game script or planned or what. Like, I don't know what was happening. He threw one to Kelsey. Um, Juju, first game on the Chiefs. Juju Smith-Schuster, he played okay. He had a couple fumbles, I think. But he's going to slide right in as a weapon there. So, again, the Chiefs look great. Again, it's just as you said. Literally, this game unfolded exactly like you said. The Cardinals, they just looked all out of sorts. Um, They really, you know, didn't have much going for them. Kyler looked outclassed. Um, you know, the most exciting part of the game, Kurt, I don't know if you saw this, the Chiefs, uh, Harrison Butker uh, had to leave with an injury. And again, I think he's also out this coming week. But in this game, at least, they had their safety, Justin Reed, taking kicks. I don't know if you saw any yeah. of them, Kurt. He, he kicked the, the, the kickoff after they scored. Like, it was a touchback. That's yeah. how far he kicked. And he kicked that extra first extra point. Yeah. It might have been good from 60. Yeah. That thing was a nuke. Which is crazy. Yeah. Like, again, I, and it's always one of those things they say, and maybe you can confirm this because, you you know, you people forget you're a big athlete guy. But, like, they say that athletes can just, like, pick up things or, like, do – like, well, if you're an athlete, it's just, like, you're good at everything. I guess you can just be a, a pro NFL safety and also a kicker at the same time. Yeah. I, you know, there, there's got to be something to that. Yeah. So, yeah, this is – I don't think the Chiefs were given enough yeah. respect – by your sources, well, uh, I think they're going to. In the end, they have Patrick Mahomes, they have Travis Kelsey, and they have Andy Reid. Andy Reid's a genius. Like, yeah, either the Cardinals are like a pee wee football team, <laughs> or the design in Andy Reid's playbook. How are people so wide open? It's and crazy. could Matt Patricia just take a sneak peek at it? God, because you couldn't. You other than their God, their body us. size, they don't compare in any way. <laughs> Similar in stature. <laughs> um, Kurt, my only my only last note before I move on. Uh, on the other sideline, Cliffy Boy, uh, hot seat question mark. It's only one game. I'm not saying like imminently, but I'm just saying like uh, it's. I would say it's warm. It's warm. Yeah, and you like, just turned on the seat warmers. It's not warm yet. No, it's warm. It's it's warming up. No, it's warm. Is it warming up or is it heating up? No, it's warming okay. up. <laughs> Kurt's just like shut up. It's warm. No, it's, it's warming up. <laughs> if. Well, because, you know, we've talked kind of at length about how they usually fade yes. as the year goes on. I did say they won't even have the chance to fade this year mm. because they won't be good enough. You faded them. Uh, I think... I think... Bold. Oh, we did our bold takes last week. Is it time for a He's week? He's the first coach to get fired this year. Oh, yep. baby, that's yep. bold. Let's just put that out Love there. that. Let's put it put out there. In. Let's put that out on the uh, the official uh, account, the prediction. We'll tweet at the coach. We'll slide in his DMs and say, hey, co- hey coach, Kurt said this on the pod. And it will be interesting because the in-season edition of Hard Knocks, Cardinals. Oh, my God. I, for- I honestly forgot literally that they were doing that. So, like, I need that to be, like, him being fired. That's, Remember? that's wild. Remember Jeff Fisher? Jeff Fisher. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was also mm-hmm. – that was more sad. Yeah, he he was sad. Yeah, but like Cliff Cliff Kingsbury looks like Ryan Gosling, so it could be way funnier, I think. And he like got fired. again, he's 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 good looking guy. He's rich. Like I'm not gonna feel that bad for him. Like, no, I'm fine. Jeff Fisher, I, I was like that. That was his last head coaching job, right? I mean, the man who literally could go eight and eight and sleep yeah. just fired for no reason. But at least he got out before it was impossible to go eight and eight. Yeah, that's I guess true. eight eight and one existed. He would have so. done that. He yeah. would have found a way. Yeah. Uh, you know who else found a way? Nice, thanks. He's back. <laughs> Tom Brady is officially. The oldest quarterback to start in the NFL game. And go. the 45-year-old fart, Bruno. That man got a W over the Cowboys, 19-3. to yep. Bucks moved the ball at will. They struggled to get into the end zone once they were in the red zone. Yep. Um, they had to settle for four field goals that, you know, I'm sure Brady is not happy about. No. This game easily could have been like 40-3. to Yeah. I mean, it was a two-score. What is it? 16. A two-score game, technically. The game wasn't even close. Um, Dak Prescott. 
starting to worry about his durability. He seems a little bit fragile. He yeah. suffered a thumb injury in this one in the third quarter. Uh, it's going to sideline him for a couple months, I guess. Probably eight weeks, I were saying. Tough. That's not good, especially in a division where I think, I mean, again, it's one week. It's <laughs> A lot of people like to over-exaggerate week one, but you have the Eagles who are vastly improved. Yep. The Commanders won. And they won. <laughs> They're one that, and zero. That's all you need to know. And the Giants won. Yeah. If without Dak, they looked helpless. They have Literally. receivers who are injured. I don't remember Rush. Is he the back? Cooper recorder? Rush. Yeah, him. Uh, wants to give me oral thrush because he's not yes. it, Bruno. Not it. So they could be in some serious trouble. Bruno, another hot take. What's that? Cam Newton starts them at some point this year. Listen, I love that Cam Newton since the Patriots has just become the perennial guy. That's like. Uh, every single time there's yep. an injury or opening, it's Cam Newton. Like, yep. That's kind of a good spot to be in. Sure. Like, I'm sure at some point he's going to want to get a contract and get paid. But at least for now, it's like he can always, you know, he can always be there. Yeah. Let's do the damn thing. Let's do it. Uh, What? Well. Oh, yeah. No. What? A little, a little sneak peek behind the curtains here. Kurt and I split up the games, and I just noticed that Kurt is going two times in a row. Technically. I well, mean, I'm if do you it. don't care, you can. I just was offering if you wanted to alternate. I'm doing it. So Kurt said, fuck the alternates, regular jerseys. Yeah, we're going into a little bit longer one here. And this one's yeah. exciting for me, too, because True. after the Patriots got uh, no, Kurt's, no, destroyed. No, we don't, save it for the segment. I don't want to even – don't let it We were out. in this really fancy, fancy suite, and we got to watch the end of this game. So oh, I, nice. I, yeah, so this was a good one. Nice. So, okay, that's fun. Uh, we're going to talk Steelers-Bengals, Bruno. Mm. I thought there might be an open kicker competition in the middle of this game. <laughs> like, I thought, I thought Mike Tomlin yep. was going to come down – Stop. Everyone stop. If you're wearing a jersey, come onto the field. We're going to do open kicker tryouts because mm-hmm. it was that bad. Yeah. I mean, across the NFL, it was bad. But in this game particularly, it yeah. was bad. Um, in the Steelers' 23-20 overtime victory over the Bengals, there were three missed kicks between the final seconds of the fourth <laughs> quarter and overtime. Great. Okay. <laughs> Joe Burrow hit Jamar Chase to make it 20-20 with two seconds to go. Absolutely clutched the fuck up. Oh, yeah. Joe Joe Burr and Jamar, that, that chemistry is still very much there. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, huge touchdown. Your boy McPherson, talking about, you know, big balls. Mm. McPherson, yeah, the whole thing about him last year in the AFC Championship yep. game is saying, well, I guess we're going to the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Which is still Buff. awesome. Dude. Awesome. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he could have said, huh, looks like we won the game. No, he got his kick blocked. And, again, yeah. that's not all on him. But it was a missed yeah. extra point. Forced overtime, and then in overtime, this now the laces were were facing in, but he missed a 29-yard field goal. Tough. Okay, I also want to be this guy. Kickers need to grow up. If the laces are facing you, figure it the fuck out. Yeah. You have one job: kick yeah, the ball. Just kick it. And 29 I mean, yards. That's shorter than 29. It's shorter than an extra point, and he missed it by like 29 yards to the left. So <laughs> that's tough. he Billy Cundiffed it. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. Yeah. So that's he, a great shot. So he there. misses that 29-yard field goal. And then the Steelers kicker, Chris Bodwell, doinks one off the upright from 55. Tough. Now, that's from 55. So, like, I give him – that's like you're not making that every time. Okay. Yeah, you should right. make a 29-yard field goal yeah. almost every no, time. No, that's true. That's so, true. But he hits the upright. So, it's three missed kicks in a very short amount of time. And there was no time left on the clock. Literally, they were going for the tie. Chris Boswell said, give it to me from 53. <laughs> no doink. Right through. Chris Boswell gets the game winner. Right. 23-20 over the Bengals. The kicking – Obviously sucked in this one, but there were other storylines from this game. Right. Joe Burrow, not one, not two, not three, oh not boy. four, oh five. Yeesh. Five turnovers by himself, including four interceptions in the loss. Yeesh. And the man was sacked seven times. Let me say it one more time. The man was sacked seven times. In his, you know, I was talking about crazy stats. Yes. This one. This is another one. I'm ready for it. In the last four games, 
Joe Burrow has played. So the three playoff, playoff games, games last yeah, year. Yeah. And the first week this year, the man has been sacked 26 times. In four games, that's averaging over six sacks a game. Kurt, he's ab- he is it, is it time to start saying that the Bengals O-line is the reason his appendix had to be removed? Maybe. Also, Ted Karras, my boy, figure it out up oh, there. Ted Karras. Figure it out, Teddy boy. Yeah. yeah, so that doesn't make sense. Protect your franchise quarterback. Please. Uh, but at least Jamar Chase and him look good. Yeah. So good. that's good. On the flippity flip the, for the Steelers, uh, they won this game despite losing Najee Harris and TJ Watt for the game. Harris looks good to go next week. I guess his foot injury is not considered yep. bad. Yep. And he should probably be playing oh, against the maybe Patriots hold, this year. What a real shame. Yeah, hold they should out. definitely hold him out one it's more better week. Better safe than sorry. Yeah, you don't want it to be a, a, a year-long injury. Yep. Um, a good news for TJ Watt, it looked like his was going to be a torn pec, yeah, which, which means you're out for the year. It's, yeah. I guess it's not com- completely torn, but he'll be out for about six weeks. Yep. He will be missing the Patriots game this week. Thank God. Get better soon, buddy. Because Mac Jones, <laughs> who took a ass, who took a beating uh, in, in week one. In I, ass. Mm, nope. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're scared. Nope. Uh, he... <laughs> TJ Watt might have put it in there because he would have been he would have been around Mac Jones a lot, but yeah. he's out this week. That's good. Um, offensively for the Steelers, Mitch Trubisky, he wasn't good, but he wasn't bad, so I yeah. guess that's good. Follow me there. Yep. Um, if Pittsburgh is going to be good this year, it's going to be carried by his, their defense and Trubisky or Kenny Pickett. Yeah. It's just going to have to be all right. Yeah, no, that, that's true. And again, it'll be telling to see. You know, the Bengals obviously, you know, division rival. We'll see. What impacts from that game on the Patriots game? So we'll have to take a look again. Certainly not uh, not shedding any tears that TJ Watt will be there. Mm-hmm. Kurt, speaking of shedding tears, mm. what a segment from your boy Aaron Rodgers, shedding tears, maybe throwing tantrums, maybe shedding tears, maybe saying, uh, "How many more of the shit do I have in years?" I was just trying to work years in there for a rhyme. Kind of did it. Um, why I'm saying all that is because the off one of the offseason media darlings everybody was hyping up this team again you could say for good reason but again it was one of those things where we all kind of also wanted to see what they would look like the minnesota vikings kurt they play the packers week one little little nfc north divisional matchup in week one and kurt my oh my many people are saying that this 23 to 7 vikings victory is the passing of a torch game Mm. is that an overreaction is anyone saying that other than I me? I don't know, Jim. Have, has anyone ever said that Ooh, other than myself? Jim, I don't know! But, Kurt, it might have been passing the torch game. Sure, it's week one, and sure, you know, we're overreacting. You said at the top of this uh, this pod. But, Kurt, I will say, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, their offense was stinky doo-doo, and the Vikings' offense was balling the fuck out, Kurt. Justin Jefferson, again, the guy, we have to say this, Kurt, every single time that we do this, we really wanted the Patriots to draft him. We really did. Uh, still sad but kurt all he did was uh he had 158 yards receiving in the first half that's all aaron Rodgers called him the best receiver in the league yeah which again people love to analyze his statements but like when he's having 158 yards receiving in one half yeah, is he more than Devonte, who had just, a lot we'll get there just so we'll get there but yes listen justin jefferson was running absolutely wild Again, I'm not as much of an X's and O's guy as you, but I saw a lot of lot of a lot of the breakdowns of this game were saying that the Vikings did a really good job moving him around the field in different schemes. They were getting him away from J- Jair Alexander, the yeah. the cor- cornerback. Yep, they, cornerback they, of the Packers. They moved him all over right. their formation. So and they like would put him off the line of scrimmage, right. meaning so he couldn't get jammed, which right. is huge because he's not a big dude. Right. So again, like when you combine how good he is with like schemes and play calling and like intelligent offense to match, I mean, again, like look what happens, right? So again, 
as is always the story, Kirk Cousins got him the ball through two touchdowns, didn't have a crazy amount of yards, but had no turnovers, which I think is the key. You know, Dalvin Cook, he I think he was injured on and off last year. We weren't sure how he was going to be. He had a healthy 90 rushing yards. Again, the Vikings, they you know, they did what they had to do. They did what they had to do. That was a very intelligent sentence. Yep. They did what they had to do. They won 23-7. Again, great. The Vikings offense looked great. I think we just also have to say here, Kurt, like, yes, the Packers didn't have their number one receiver, Alan Lazard. Can we yep. just take a second? Their number one receiver, yeah. Alan Lazard. Yeah. They did not have Alan Lazard. They did have Randall Cobb, which makes me laugh every time that because I, I always forget that he's still on the team, but he is. Uh, and again, Aaron Rodgers, Kurt, I might as well even just go out on a limb here. Rightfully so. Mm. Had literally no patience because no. when you look at the names that are the wide receivers, the Packers, it's just laugh out loud. It's like, who are these guys? They willingly traded away Devontae Adams. Yeah. I almost said Devontae Parker. Devontae Adams for this to be their receiver core. It's terrible. It's a bad look. I know Aaron Rodgers got hashtag paid, but like, whew, man, he's got to be pissed. And again, it's like a lot of the good receivers in the NFL in recent years, the Packers could have drafted and they chose not to. Correct. So he has to deal with all that. While but thank God they have Jordan Love. Oh, yeah. Thank God. Thank yeah, yep. God. Doing, doing a lot for their team. Um, right I will say my takeaway from this game yep. is the Vikings uh, head coach, Kevin O'Connell. Shout out Kevin O'Connell. Uh was a rookie quarterback in the Patriot system and learned learned under Brady and Belichick and huh. McDaniel's. Oh wait, now that you're saying that, that name kind of now that like I'm putting it together in my brain. Yeah, like, oh, yeah he was with happens. the Rams for a while, um, and you know, but I'm giving uh, naturally I'm going to give all of his credit to that couple years on the with the Patriots. So naturally. that's that's that. Yep. So uh, yeah, wild game in the NFC North and pretty, perhaps a sign of things to come for the future. Perhaps uh, in another division that I think is going to be we've discussed that nauseam going to be very very nauseam. Very competitive this year. AFC West. Mm -hmm. Doesn't get any better than this. Chargers, Raiders in week one. Josh McDaniels, tenure in Vegas. Didn't get off to as hot of a start as it is in Vegas. Um, Temperature-wise, yeah, hot. Um, The Raiders fell to the Chargers 24-19. You know, Josh McDaniels, very good offensive mind. Probably hates to see this. Derek Carr, three interceptions in this one. That's not what you're looking for from your boy. Uh, He was also sacked six times. Maybe Derek Carr and Joe Burrow should, like, talk sometime about, you know, how terrible their offensive lines are. <laughs> um, but Carr did connect with Devontae Adams 10 times for 141 yards. Yes, sir. Um, so that connection is off and running, and clearly didn't, they haven't really skipped a beat since college. Yes, sir. Um, Justin Herbert. Herbert the pervert. Herbert the lo- loves the Sherbert. Nailed it. <laughs> I don't know. I was, I was like, I can't say pervert again. He said, <laughs> said it. Herbert loves the Sherbert. Um, could he be potential MVP this year? Potential. What is this, his third year? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Sure. Third year. Yeah. Yes. 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 Confident. Don't look it up, but yes. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. <laughs> um, I think he has the chance to be an MVP this year. He tossed his 13th three-touchdown t- three touchdown game. Yes, sir. In his third season. A lot of threes there. Well, a lot of threes. Mm. Uh, obviously, a pretty short, like, young career for him, but um, that's pretty impressive to have yeah. 13 three-touchdown games. Yep. Um, shockingly, he did that despite... Keenan Allen leaving the game with a hamstring injury, and Mike Williams didn't have a catch the fourth quarter. So some of his go-to guys not even getting the ball. I know. Also, Keenan Allen out again this week tomorrow Buddy. night for Thursday Night Football. Buddy. So he has to stay healthy too. Speaking of fragile, yeah, the boy, yeah, the, the boy. boy. <laughs> okay, he should, he should look into the TB12 method or something. Um, but what was so impressive about Herbert, the young star, that boy is like a point guard out there, yeah. facilitate, yeah. facilitating. Okay, nine different receivers had targets. His, the three touchdown passes went to guys who played their first game for the Chargers this year. Who? 
My God. I I said it. You love Justin Herbert. I, I love Justin Herbert. I love the Chargers. They're winning Super Bowl 56. Damn. And well, that is that. Well, Kurt, like you said, they're playing the Chiefs, I think, Thursday Night Football, right? Yes, yeah. we just said. So sure thing. that is going to be a wild game. If they beat the Chiefs, especially after the offensive performance we just saw from the Chiefs last week, the the what's it gonna call it? the just like the the wagons gonna be leaving the station you know we all know the oh yeah no one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills but no one well, all circled of... the, the Buffalo Bills wagons like Justin Herbert the pervert nice who loves Sherbert <laughs> Justin <laughs> Herbert the pervert who loves Sherbert <laughs> that should be the name of this video uh, that's a, that's a poem right there we're poets yeah, we sure are we're poets in the same well speaking of poets uh, the poets did not write a good end to Russell Wilson's return to I the Seahawks love it. Uh, you would think that the story would go. He'd be beloved by Seahawks. Well, he was beloved by Seahawks fans, won them a Super Bowl. He comes back this offseason. Sorry, he goes to the Broncos. He comes back, which, again, crazy. But he comes back week one, play Seattle. You'd think he'd get a, a you know resounding cheers. It'd be maybe a good game. And then maybe he'd win in the end. It's all storybook. Well, no parts of that were true. Not yep. only was he heavily booed, which, again, like, you know, the Seahawks want their team to win, right? Like, yeah, yes, they might like sure. Russell Wilson, but they want their team to win. Not only that, but, Kurt, they lose 17-16. to 16 And, you know, honestly, Kurt... We could talk a little bit about the game. Geno Smith, he played, he did just enough for the Seahawks to win. He was like surprisingly solid, I guess. Like it wasn't he was like amazing, but he was surprisingly solid. The Seahawks maybe were playing with some energy too. Kurt, there was really only one thing to talk about with this game, mm-hmm. other than the storyline, of course, and sure. it's the end of the game. So, Kurt, I'm sure you, you know, I'm sure you've heard this, but just in case there's anyone who hasn't heard this, mm-hmm. the Broncos get the ball back, right? They're down one with it's this score, 17 to 16. They're down 17 to 16 with four minutes left. Which again, when I went back to recheck, I was like, oh shit, they had four minutes left. Four minutes. I thought they had less. That, but let, let Russ cook, bro. Let's let, go. Let, let Russ cook. Right again. You, you know, he's your franchise quarterback, right? They start moving the ball downfield. He's kind of doing the damn thing. It wasn't like huge chunks driving down, but it was kind of like consistent, like yep. five to seven yards at a time. Like didn't, they were moving didn't it. Didn't look frantic, right? Didn't, you know, and he's been there before, right? Yeah. So again, like he's he, Russell Wilson. He's Russell Wilson. Again, like he can, you know, he can lead a, a game when it wasn't a game when he touched on drive. He had to leave just yep. a field goal drive, right? So again, they are doing the damn thing, Kurt. They arrive at. Third and 14 with one minute and 11 seconds left, right? Again, you know at that point it's probably four down territory. Yeah, you got two plays. Probably. There's a minute and 11 left, and I think they had at least two, maybe three timeouts left at that point. They had two timeouts Maybe left. two timeouts left at that point, right? They complete a pass for nine yards. Pretty solid gain, right? Fourth and five, Kurt. Inbounds, so of course the clock is still running. Kurt, what do they do? In that situation, when time's running out, and again, at, this is a little spoiler alert, but like where they were, it was a 64-yard field goal. So again, not exactly the not exact a chip, comfort zone. Not a chip shot. Yeah. And you're not in Denver. Right. So again, if you were at a shout out your boy, who missed the 29-yarder that we were talking about? McPherson. McPherson. If that was it, I can understand running the clock out. Sure. When you're a 64-yard field goal, you, what, huh? So not only Kurt. Pretzeled. Do they let the clock run all the way down to 20 seconds left? 20 seconds when time is precious. 20 seconds left. Then they call the timeout. And you're like, what? Like, what are we doing here? So, yeah, like, maybe they had three left. And that was – then they had two after Then that. they had two yeah, after yeah. that. And yeah. it's like you had three. You didn't have to say – like, You, you, you weren't saving just, that shit. You yeah. could have just called it right then on fourth and five and figured out what you want to do. So, first, obviously, they're lining up to try to get them to go offside. So, Russell's on the field. And then they go to timeout. You're like, all right, they're going to come up with their best play. They got 15 – they got 20 seconds left. We were still like, what's going on and whatever. Then they come out of the timeout and lining up with the field goal unit, Kurt. And sure, I understand that if he had made the 64-yarder, maybe this isn't as big of a story. But even still, and you're more of a football guy than me, 64-yard field goal? Yeah, no. You could have had a minute plus left with Russell Wilson to get fucking five yards for a first down, and then you run it like three times or something like that? Like, huh? You aren't paying Russell Wilson $256 million 
to put him on the sideline and to watch not your cook and watch your cook watch your cooker watch <laughs> watch your cooker watch your cooker kick a 64 yard field goal it's asinine it's crazy and so again like what like what does it say if your first game with this guy and you're like oh i guess we're not confident that he can get five yards at the end of a game like yeah. what like that's crazy so again it was this really weird situation i think everyone is collectively like nathaniel hackett sir hack job that game. what yeah hack job that game and he you know what was even weirder he came out in the press conference and was like you're all right I yeah i should have went stupid. for it it's like i mean i guess i appreciate you saying that but like if you know it that well then just but like it. you probably just cost your team a game yeah so very weird and then it puts russell wilson in an awkward spot because he has to be like oh i'm very confident in our kicker the best kicker in the league and it's like he has to do that and it's this whole yeah. song and dance so again kurt at the end of the day probably not going to be an impactful game like the Seahawks you know they have Geno Smith or Drew Locke right they're yeah. probably not going places and the Broncos again they're in a tough division so if they don't figure it out quick who knows but yeah de definitely a, a strange ending to the first week of the NFL season and here's something that I find a little bit intriguing Russell Wilson seems like this you know holier than God type guy and you know very calm cool collected I don't know if the Seahawks players that he was teammates with for a long time hate him or what is good but they're Richard Sherman came out and like was blasting him. Doug Baldwin tweeted out this wild like GIF after Russ lost. I'm like, and the Seahawks fans, this kind of pissed me off. I have no problem with you guys being competitors and, and, and you know being competitive and you're you know the twelfth man and all that crap. But that man gave you the best years of your shitty franchise's <laughs> life, Dumb. and you guys just shower him with boots. Like what the Patriots did with Tom Brady, who won them six Super Bowls. Was I mean they? I don't want to. I don't want to say it's, it's it's apples to oranges at that point. But sure. I like the way New England handled it. Like when Brady came out of the tunnel pregame, they showered that man with love. Yep. The Brady chance started going. It was it was fucking awesome. He was into it. Pats fans were into it. It was like you know that was it. Yep. Game starts. Now you're the enemy, brother. Yep. Now you're the enemy, and we're going to shit pump you and yell bad things about at you. But then when the game's over again, we'll love you. Yeah. So the fact that the Seahawks fans just went for the throat of Russell Wilson <laughs> kind of bothers me. For the jugular. Bit. Yeah. I mean, he's not very tall, so it's not very, not reaching sure. very high. But, sure. like, just rub me the wrong way a little bit. Yeah. No, I mean, it's very true, Kurt. And, uh, you know, listen, not how you want to do it. But, again, not everybody is a Patriots fan. That's very apparent. And, Kurt, people might be happy that they aren't this week. You see what I did there? Nice people might be happy to have Patriots fans for three years. That's also true. People All right. The whole life of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, saying. We started the podcast and they suck. I Let's roll the Pats music. Nice. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But Bruno, um, I want to say predictable start just based on everything we've heard, you know, from the Patriots this preseason. But nonetheless, still wildly, dis wildly disappointing. Yeah. Uh, Pats go down to Miami, lose twenty to seven. Um, this game sucked. Yeah. Uh, you sucked. were there. You would know. Yeah. Up close, it sucked there too. Um, it probably sucked <laughs> on the TV. It was sucked and it was hot down yeah. there. Uh, it was like record-setting heat down yeah. there. So not not exactly what you're looking for when you're a team from New England. But yeah. um, I, I do have some thoughts. I'm ready for them. Some uh, T-H-O-T-S's. Thoughts. Be gone. Thoughts. Thoughtianas. <laughs> um, but, Bruno, I think we have to start here with, with the coaching staff again. And that's where we started last week with the Patriots. Uh, 
I don't understand why Bill Belichick has done some of the things he's done. Mm. And I've always been a proponent of, you know, like in Bill we trust because the man has done everything right. right. They've won six Super Bowls. No one has messed with them for two decades. Um, but I don't know. Bill's 70 now. And I, I don't want to say the game is passing him by, but like there's a lot of these new coaches who just like Mike McDaniel in his first game coaching. I can say with 100% confidence, out-coached Bill Belichick. And he didn't even coach that great of a game. Yeah. But um, it's just, I, I'm a little bit, I think it's fair at this point to start questioning Bill. It's not like you can say everything he does, like, oh, it'll work out. Because it hasn't exactly always worked out yeah. in the last couple of years. So, basically, Matt Patricia is the one calling plays. We thought this was probably going to be the case based on the preseason. Uh, it was a drain wreck. Yep. It was a disaster. Um more so than the play calling too, was the offensive line's inability to protect Mac Jones. Yeah. And all offseason, you've heard the same thing. The offensive line looks terrible. The Patriots can't run the ball. Now, in this game, they were able to run the ball pretty successfully yeah. when they wanted to. It's just the game started to get away from them a little right. bit, so they had to start throwing right. the ball. But with that being said, who's the offensive line coach? Um, is it still Scar? No, it's fucking Matty P. He's also offensive line coach? Yeah, so Scar... The God, the Holy wait, God. He I didn't even. That's two years the, ago. That was two years ago. Yeah, but wait, like, wait, who was the last year? Cameron Brasillo, who left for the Raiders. Who the, what the fuck is that guy's name? Brasillo. I'm gonna look it up. Right Cameron now. Sorry, Cam, Brasillo. Cam, Cam, Toyota Camry, Ryan Brasillo. Brasillo. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Sorry, Rick Porcello, a Patriots um, podcast member, is learning things about his coaching staff live on air. <laughs> um, or maybe it's. <laughs> Kurt, just, it looks like there aren't any great matches for yours. <laughs> You're an idiot. You're an idiot. Search, okay. search the Raiders coaching staff. Okay. Um, maybe it's Carmen, Priscilla. Yeah, but I don't Carmen. know. Yeah, I don't know. Charmin. Um, <laughs> Matt, Pat- Matt Patricia probably uses a lot all of right, that. So, so still, <laughs> first of all, that was good. Thank Second you. of all, it's still Scar. That's there he is. is. Oh, Carmen. Oh, I, it's with a C. I was even close. That, that was the Patriots offensive line coach. Okay. Um, well, anyways. <laughs> he did a lot better with. Wait, he, that sounds like a Scar name. Is he like an offshoot? From Scar? Yeah, he was under Scar. However, he, the Raiders' uh, car got sacked six times. So I don't think oh, great things are going oh. great out there for him. Okay. But so we have that. we have Matt Patricia and Billy Yates. And Billy Yates spends the first half of the game in the box. And uh, Patricia, who is the offensive coordinator and should be sitting next to <laughs> Matt, Mac Jones when he comes out the field, is waddling his way over to the line, teaching them the wrong things to do. And Matt, Mac Jones... It has to sit next to Joe Judge. I just hate the operation, <laughs> Kurt. And you know, you know what the craziest part? I know I was just being an idiot right there, which I always do. But the the craziest thing, Kurt, is I that, tried so hard not to laugh. I know when you, you, you did a great job. <laughs> I, I just again, once my brain goes, it goes. Um, the craziest thing to me, Kurt, is that I know hindsight is twenty twenty, and even my hindsight is twenty twenty. Right? I always like to make that joke, but it's true, Kurt. Weren't we kind of all saying that this was what was going to happen and what we were afraid of like yeah. the whole offseason? Like, I know you were kind of just hinting at that, but it can't be stated enough that we all saw Matty P, a defensive coach and a failed coach of the Lions, calling plays. And we were like, what? Like, is that going to work? And sure, it's one game. Again, we, it has to be said. But at the same time, Kurt, it's like, again, it's almost like a what did you think was going to happen mindset. You know, yeah. it's like, what did we think was going to happen here? Yeah, it's it's. Almost as if we were like praying it was gonna it was gonna change. It didn't change. No. Um, 
with that being said, I, I'm usually a pretty negative person. I'm going to take a glass, glass half full approach here. Okay. Um, the Patriots had three turnovers in this game. The Dolphins had none. And this, the Dolphins also had an offensive touchdown. I mean, a defensive touchdown, yeah. rather. Yeah. And they scored a touchdown on fourth and seven on a bullshit right. play before the half. Right. The game was well within reach, and you played like shit. Yeah. Now, is that saying more about the Patriots or the Dolphins? I don't know. But I'll take a glass half full approach and say um, they're not winning the Super Bowl this year, but there were things that they can build off from, from this game. Now, I do think this game is going to come back to absolutely bite them in the oh, ass. 100%. Just like it did last year in week yeah. one. Because uh, when they're hopefully fighting for a playoff spot, this this game will come up. Yep. Mark my words. Yep. But let's go through it a little bit. Let's start at the top. The Patriots uh, lost a toss, as they like to do. So the Dolphins deferred. Patriots got the ball first. I'm historically like, bad. At historically bad. Except for the Super Bowl overtime when uh, Matthew Slater goes, Heads and it was heads and I was like, man, tails never fails. But. And Matt Slater said heads, and from that point on, I'm all about heads. So Kurt loves head. Heads. Relax, heads. relax. Okay, okay. Sorry, yep. sorry, sorry, sponsor. Kid, sorry, it's a kid show. <laughs> That's a kid show. Kid, kid show. Sorry, Twitch. Kid show. Don't suspend. Wait, dump button. Dump. Okay. Bruno's been dumped. Uh, so the Patriots get the ball Another first. L. Uh, huge L. Um, Patriots get the ball first in this one, and the the first drive. Cooking. Yeah. I was, Bruno, I'm not going to lie. I was in a fancy little box, but I was talking shit to all the peasants below me. <laughs> I was peasants. like, I was like, <laughs> I was like, hands. Mac Jones, here you go. Pats, baby. Um, and then I jinxed the Patriots like yeah. I've never jinxed anybody in my entire life. Yeah. I looked my little brother right in the eyes and oh, I said, no. Connor. Oh, no. I was like, they have points here because they were in field goal range. I'm oh, like, no, no turnovers. The. V- 13 seconds later. <laughs> That's all he needed. Mac Jones, and I don't hate the throw. Yeah. 50-50 ball to Devontae Parker. We brought the boy in for this type of play. Revenge He's game. made it. He's made it in the preseason a lot. Right. Devontae Parker goes up and bounces off. I mean, unlucky. Just straight yeah. up unlucky. Yeah. A good defensive play, but unlucky. Um, so Mac Jones takes a shot to the end zone yeah. you know, from 22 yards out, and it gets picked off. And then the Dolphins come back down the field. They get a field goal. Patriots are just chasing from this point on. Yeah. But that first drive looks super promising. Um Later in the game, the, so the, the Dolphins get a field goal. The Pats and Dolphins exchange punts. The fucking most unathletic punter of all time for Miami. He's like six foot eight. Punts the ball down to like the Patriots' four yard line. And uh, on the second play, Mac Jones sets a protection. Oh my God, you got you got six for six, which basically means Patriots have six blockers for the six people that could be coming from Miami. Well, my boy, who I love dearly, Trent Brown, somehow didn't get that call. Because this man's, you could see it develop so, before Mac Jones was strip-sacked and the ball was scooped and scored by the Dolphins, you could just see it coming. Like this corner safety, whoever he was, came off the edge so cleanly, and in two seconds, Mac Jones was dead. Um, Dead and gone, shout out T.I. Dead and gone. That has been on the podcast like the last three years, dead and gone. Literally a banger. Um, But so Mac Jones, strip-sacked, all of a sudden it's 10-0. Miami... I get the. I think Miami fans are fucking stupid and they're pretty quiet. Sure, that place was buzzing. Like was it? you couldn't hear anything. Damn. So you give the Dolphins this this hope this that they're gonna be all right. Um, you get the ball back. You punt before, you know, the end of the half. And the surely base, the end of the half. Surely right? you think end of the half. All right, you're down ten nothing. You didn't score a fucking point. I was like, this is this is not good. This is a disaster. Um, but I was like, going into the you played like shit that half, and going in you could be down ten nothing. Like, yeah. Whatever. So the uh, the end of the half is happening, and uh, the Dolphins 
go on a 10-play, 92-yard touchdown drive, which culminated with a 4th and 7 call where Mike McDaniel goes, we're not in field goal range, so let's just fucking go for it on 4th and 7. And Kyle Duggar, who was an animal, an absolute animal for the Patriots in this game, took a kind of bad route. Jalen Waddle caught a pass, a nice slant over the middle, Probably should have got them into field, maybe into field goal range, and that's that. Two Patriots bounced off of each other. Waddle is waddling his way, and by waddling, I mean sprinting very fucking very fast, fucking fast. <laughs> into the end zone. Uh, and all of a sudden, in a blink of an eye, a, a one-eye Bruno, it's seventeen nothing Dolphins, and the game was over. And I hit Kurt with a JC text in case you don't know what that means. Refer to the Christian religion. Um, and Kurt read it, and Kurt was probably very angry, and Kurt did not respond. Kurt, I left Bruno on red, <laughs> which was understandable. What yeah. was there to say at that point? Nothing. Uh, I had to say something. So I remember how I, I was, I was, was I was chirping the peasants. Oh yeah, on the first eight plays of the game, <laughs> while the peasants were <laughs> letting back. me hear it <laughs> when it was seventeen nothing at the half. And then because we were in this fancy little suite, uh, they gave us. Five hundred dollars. Oh my in, god! Uh, Miami just, Dolphins gift cards. Oh, you could have just left it before that part. It would have been great. <laughs> would have been awesome. But we went down to the. Wait, um, what does that mean? Like you have like, to buy Miami Dolphin stuff with that money? Yeah, like the gift cards to the team shop, like the team store downstairs. There's so no like, like a wager. There's like there's like here, like you know, take these five hundred dollars, whatever. Wait, did you buy something in Burning? No, but I almost was like I was in there wearing my Mac Jones jersey and I was getting absolutely harassed. And I was like tempted to just fucking. I was also sweating my ass off. I was like, I could put on a dolphin shirt right now, and but I felt like that would just be unholy. That so would have been wild. I didn't do it, did but that. I was sweaty as fuck. Wait, um, you, uh, you should have just bought a Waddle something because Waddle's just a funny name. He there is a it was an awesome shirt that I almost bought, but I just couldn't buy. I couldn't pull the trigger on Dolphins gear. Yeah, I mean it's fair. Um, so seventeen nothing at the half. Yep. <sighs> dolphins get the ball star. I was like, they're gonna go down the field and score. No, they actually went three and out. So. Um, 17 nothing. Patriots get the ball back. They go 15-play drive, 92 yards. It ends with a Mac Jones hitting Ty Montgomery, who rolled into the end I zone. I saw that. Ty Montgomery rolled his way into the end zone, and it's 17-7. Did Bruno. you think for a second, really quick before we move on, did you think for a second that he, like, was it they wasn't going to be a touchdown because when i initially saw it, i was like are you fucking kidding me like he was so open and he would have just walked right in and he just fucking fell down part of me for a second was like are you joking it wasn't a good throw yeah i mean it was a good catch yeah, yeah. um but he was so open it like no he was able to fall on like the two yard line <laughs> and roll, roll right in <laughs> that man was on a roll um and so now it's 17 7 i'm like hmm we're back. Maybe it's still a third, or relatively early in the third quarter, yeah, yeah. midway through the third quarter. I'm like, all right, let's let's, let's see if we can get a stop. Yeah. <clears throat> no, uh, field goal for Miami, twenty to seven. Um, and then the, the punts, punts. Patriots go for it on fourth down late in the game. No, then they're driving again late in the game. It's it's still Bruno. It's a two score fucking game. Yeah, they play like shit. It's a two score game. I know. So Mac Jones threw the interception. Mac Jones got strip sacked, and then they're they're gaining yards. It's five plays in five plays, fifty seven yards in over a minute. Nelson Aguilar, okay. We were catching them kids on like Aguilar. Remember that oh, fucking I guy? Do from, yeah, that. Yeah. I do remember um, that. Well, the boy caught it, and then he got uh, uh, immediately ransacked and fumbled the football, and the game yeah. the game was over. Um, however, with that being said, the Dolphins went to like kill the clock, and then we're throwing and we're going for it. And yeah. I was like, they're trying to bury the Patriots. Mike McDaniel's trying to make it. Mike McDaniel's showing Bill Belichick his balls from across the field now. True. Um, and I don't know if I, I I didn't see it, but I heard their handshake lasted like 0.3 seconds. 
Like there was no love lost. I think I rage turned it off. I don't think I watched. Yeah. So that's something to keep your eye on. Bruno, obviously we just went through the game there. Yeah. Give me your biggest takeaway from this game. Is it the offense sucks? Is it the defense was okay? Where we, if I'm pointing in one direction, where are you, where are you going with your biggest takeaway from this game? So it's hard to get the image of the fucking butt fuckery of the, us trying to tackle Waddle on that touchdown. Like that was horrible defense. But yep. if you take out that image and that play, which again, it's easy to do. If you take that out, I was like, okay, we're in Miami. We don't ever play well there. The Everyone's talking about the Dolphins offense. We actually like defensively, again, like maybe the Dolphins weren't in midseason form, but the defense to me was like, all right. Like yep. it wasn't crazy bad. Bad, it wasn't crazy good. It was like fine. The offense again. It was mostly about finishing. Like I feel like we had good spurts, and I yep. feel like especially that first drive. That's the easiest drive to point to. It's just about like finishing and consistency. And again, like I don't know about you, but what the only troubling thing and the takeaway to answer your question is like, sure, like maybe when Taekwon Thornton comes back, and maybe eventually we're gonna have the big play threat. But we're probably gonna have to have these like consistent drives to score. Like we're not the Chiefs. We're not gonna yeah. throw to Tyreek or nope. not anymore. But I guess Tyreek kills on the Dolphins now. But you know what yeah. I mean. Like so. I guess I'm just concerned because it's nice to have moments on drives that were good, and I'm sure it might get better, but it's like we did not show any sort of consistency or ability to put it together. And, like, we were talking about the schedule. I'm sure we're going to look at that in a second after your takeaway. Sure. But it's like if we can't do that against the Dolphins, yeah, who are we going to do that against? Yeah, and, like, you know. Knowing it's only week one. but Well, still. and knowing week two is against another AFC team. Right. The 1-0 Pittsburgh Steelers who picked off Joe Burrow four times this week yeah. and sacked him seven times. So your offense is going up against a better defense than you yeah. saw in week one. Yeah. And you got some things to figure out. And yeah. that's my takeaway. Um, I was impressed with the defense. It is so clear to me that the Patriots put an emphasis on speed on defense, and yeah. it showed. And you've been calling for that for yeah. a while. Jonathan Jones, I mean, Tyree Kill got his in this game. Don't get me wrong. Uh, what did that he one jump ball he caught was so pissed me the fuck Over off. Jack Jones? I, like, I thought it was kidding? intercepted. I was like, are you kidding me? That's another thing. The Patriots had three turnovers in this game. Tua threw the ball directly to Miles Bryant once he dropped it. I remember that. Uh, he threw it to Jack Jones, who lost a jump ball fight with Tyree Kill. He easily, Kill. easily could have thrown two interceptions. Yeah. Tua fumbles. Dietrich Wise strip sacks him. Yeah. The Dolphins recover it. So like, the Patriots ran into some bad luck turn it with turnovers. Yeah. The Dolphins easily could have had three turnovers as well, and this yeah. game looks wildly different. Yep. Um, and so that's why the glass half full thing, I'm like, this team, they're so much better than this. And that's what's, that's what's really frustrating right. to me. And it is going to take them finishing on offense. If you look at these playmakers in the Patriots half, it's not the Chiefs. It's not even the Dolphins. But there are some really good NFL players on this roster. Yeah. And we're, I'm just going to run through them. You have two fantastic backs with Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson. Yes, sir. You have two great backs who can do pretty much whatever they want. Ramondre Stevenson has been great in the past game. He He's going to be an absolute weapon for them. You go out last year and you pay for two tight ends who are you know top of the market guys. Hunter Henry was a beast last year. Jonathan Smith wasn't good last year, but has a, had a good offseason. He was pretty good in this game. Jonathan yeah. Smith was pretty good. Um, and so between those two guys, you have two bona fide good NFL tight ends. And then if you go through their receiving core, Jacoby Myers undoubtedly is Mac Jones' security blanket. Love him. He's his binky. Mm-hmm. Every good quarterback needs a binky, and sure. Jacoby Myers is Mac Jones' binky. Sure. Okay. You have Nelson Aguilar. Is he great? No. But is he a good three or four? Fine. Yeah. I'm, t- I'll, I'm fine with Nelson Aguilar yeah. being a three or a four. Um, Devontae Parker is a new addition. He was really good this offseason. He wasn't good in week one, but I still think him and Mac have chemistry. Yeah. I have no doubt about it. That's a that's another playmaker for you. Now it comes to this point. Where the fuck is Kendrick Bourne? Yeah, what was with that? So 
There have been reports that come out, came out this week. Kendrick Bourne was the most prolific receiver for the Patriots last season, and it wasn't particularly close. Right. He was Him and Mack were the only two people who showed up for the Buffalo Bills playoff game. Bourne had two touchdowns in that game. He had over 800 receiving yards in the this, this season. Um, and now he can't step onto the field? Yeah. I know you go out and you trade for Devontae Parker, but does that mean Kendrick Bourne doesn't play? That should be, no, 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 Nelson Aguilar, you're going to lose a yeah. few snaps. Yeah. Or... We'll get to this in a second, but Kendrick Bourne, you know, he gets he gets benched in the Carolina Panthers preseason game because they they have the thing for fighting in that joint practice. He gets fighting, he gets kicked out of practice. The next day he comes, he's not like dressed properly. His knee pads aren't on. Belichick rips him a new one. Then the day of the preseason game, it comes out that uh, he do, he's not going to be playing in the game because he missed a team meeting before the game and all this shit like it just keeps you know culminating to the point that like Kendrick Bourne is in Bill Belichick's doghouse then the boy Tommy Kern people forget I have his phone number I should, give, I should give him a call right now yeah. on playing the field do it um, says that Matt Patricia doesn't like Kendrick Bourne Matt Patricia and him don't see eye to eye Kendrick Bourne was a Josh McDaniels guy liked that scheme because Bourne was really good in that scheme yeah. last year and I guess Matt Patricia doesn't like Kendrick Bourne's attitude oh, so Matt Patricia is deciding let's not put the Patriots' best receiver on the fucking field. Kendrick Bourne got two snaps, count them, one, two, in the Dolphins game. One of them was a one pass his way for 41 yards. For a team that needs a little bit of offense, why don't we put Kendrick Bourne on the field? Kurt, and again, we are not in a luxury position right now where we can afford to say we are benching one of our best receivers because our bearded uh, defensive offensive play coordinator is doesn't like him. like yeah. that's crazy it's bad dude it's it's bad it's it's they have to figure it out quickly i what i would like to see the patriots do more of and again they had some success in the run game yep. damian harris averaged over five yards a carry um Ramondre stevenson averaged over three which isn't very good but he got stuffed a couple times right. um so the run game was able to move the ball kind of like better than they did in the preseason but they just really weren't able to run the ball in the second half at all so um what I want to see more of from the Patriots is I want to see them go more up-tempo. And I'd like to see them just throw different looks at teams. Like, right. if you're going to go with a two-tight end set a lot, fine. That's great. Come out the next drive and put four wide receivers on the field. Okay. If you have Mac Jones out there with Ramondre Stevenson in the backfield and in shotgun, and you have, like, from left to right, Devontae Parker, Kendrick Bourne, Jacoby Myers, and Nelson Aguilar, sign me up. Sign me the fuck up. Sign me up. I, I think Mac Jones is... One of the smartest players the Patriots have had in a long time. And I think he's Mac Jones is one of the best players the Patriots have right now. And I just don't think he's being put in an advantageous situation. Right. That's a big brain word. Nice. Um, where he is going to be put in a spot where he can succeed. Right. And, it, and it really bothers me. Right. And again, this goes back to the fact that, A, like lost in this not only is the Matt Patricia talk, but it's like we are now also transitioning Mac from Josh McDaniels to Matt Patricia. Oh. And again, like it's hard to really argue at this point that that's not a step back. Is that what we want for the guy who's supposed to be our franchise quarterback? You're supposed to take the leap in year two, right? Yeah. That's what they say. We're not, like you said, we have to put him in a position to be able to take that leap. We can't be like handcuffing him as yeah. we're going moving forward. I am fully on board with if Matt Patricia is the O-line coach, I want Matt Patricia to be with the O-line the entire time they're off the field. Just like yeah. Skarnecchia was, just like, you know, Carmen Brasillo was Carmen, my boy. Um, you know, I want to see Bill Belichick call plays. I want, yes. I want Belichick to call plays, yes. and I want Patricia to have nothing to do with it. Yeah. Um, 
Because, again, the team showed signs. I think it's there, but they got to figure it out or they're going to get absolutely flat. Because, like you said, Pittsburgh this week in Pittsburgh, who's 1-0, who just beat a team who was in the goddamn fucking Super Bowl last year. Yep. Um, they turned him over four, five times. They sack him seven times. They're coming after Mac Jones. Yeah. You are going to see blitzes. You are yep. going to see all sorts of different tomfoolery coming Mac Jones's way. Let Mac spread it out. When when you think back to all the quintessential Patriot games against the Steelers, the I think I saw a stat today in their last eight games against the Patriots, the Steelers are one and seven or something like that. Jeez. When you think about those games, how did the Patriots do it? Tom Brady with four wide receivers, and he just picked them apart. Yeah. Do it again. Just do it with Mac it Jones back. this time. Run it back. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna lose to Pittsburgh, Mac Jones, you know, might throw an interception or whatever, but I'd rather Mac Jones lose the yes. game that way than yes. not be given a chance to try to win the game. Absolutely. So I mean and and again, if you I'm a big believer and people say like, oh you gotta run to open up the pass. No. I I like to look at it as if you start throwing the ball and then you have to back people up that's when you get an advantageous situation with a box that's a lighter box, yep. meaning you know there aren't seven or eight guys packed in there up close to the line of scrimmage. Right. If you if they have to play off coverage, now you run the ball. Like right. you, it's just their offense has been so predictable with the two tight end stuff. Right. Um, so it's 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 interesting. Pittsburgh this week coming up on the road. Then you're home versus Baltimore, who's looking like kind of a wagon already. Mm. And then you go to Green Bay, and maybe Green Bay isn't as good as we thought at the beginning of the year, but they still have Aaron Rodgers. So yeah. um, you got you got a tough – we said it last week. Yep. Before the season started, you were looking one in three directly in the eye. Um, and it, it, it's early, but if you, don't, if you don't win this week, you could be 0-4 out of the gate. So yeah. this is – it's way, way too early to call something a must-win game. But you better show up this week because otherwise it's, it could get pretty sketchy for you. Yep, and Kurt, I mean – Quite simply, you can't lose in the NFL and expect to win. Yeah, so it's not good. It's not good at all. Um, no. They got to they got to figure it out and figure it out fast. Yeah. Um, I think that I, we didn't put this in here, but if you had to give me, we won't do three up, three down. We'll do one up, one down, one down. <laughs> who was your? Who do you think was the best player in this game? Uh, you go offense. I'll go defense. I'm putting you on the spot. I actually am going to say Damian Harris yep. because I think the conversation this offseason kind of had the tone of the fact Ramondre was taking over. And, like, again, he's certainly good. He had a great offseason. He was great last year. Damian Harris was kind of getting being looked at a little bit as, like, whether you want to call it the 1B to the 1A or an afterthought a little bit. But he actually played really, really well. So, yeah. I mean, again, like you said, we, we couldn't run that much once we started going down. But for, for what he did, he played really pretty well. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think Damian Harris was a beast. And he ran, he ran angry. Yeah. If I mean that's what the Patriots are going to need if they want to do anything. Yep. So that's your one up for the offense. Who's your one down for the offense? My one down for the offense. Yeah. I mean, give it to me. Can I just say like the? You can group it if you want. I was going to say the whole offense. Yeah, line. that's I fine. I mean, like it's it's not. And again, like I know it's it's one game. I know there's more time, but it's like wasn't wasn't it, again the Dolphins they added Melvin Ingram right that's the name yeah, yeah which was another one of those people yeah. forget the Dolphins sure. have this guy now so sure they had pieces and parts there but again it, I keep coming back to the point that if we're struggling like this and the offensive line had this much trouble against the Dolphins yeah like you just said against the Steelers but we're gonna play many more teams with good pass rushing better pass rushing than the Dolphins so it's yeah. like yikes yeah you're gonna see some you're gonna see some good pass rushers this year yeah. just looking at this Baltimore obviously gets after the quarterback Cleveland and Miles Garrett um 
Even Indianapolis is, has a pretty good pass rush. Buffalo, don't even get me started. Our our boy Chandler Jones, and Chandler Jones, and Max Crosby yeah. in, in in Vegas. It's just it's not going to be super no. fun. Um, if I'm going to the defense, the one up, I had a he obviously one bad play, but Kyle Duggar was he was an animal. He was all over the field. He had a tackle on Tyreek Hill where he like chased him down on the third down and stopped him short of the sticks. And I was like, where did Kyle Duggar get that speed? Yeah. Um, so he's he's a thumper, too. He, he made, like, I think a couple t- TFLs. Um, so it's really encouraging to see where that is going. Um, and then this is such, like, a, a stupid thing that would only really bother me. But my one down is Carl Davis, the nose <laughs> tackle for the Patriots. I think he might have got a collective three snaps. But he was in on that fourth and one, and he jumped off sides. Yeah, buddy. I remember that. Homeboy. You fucking fat ass. You have one job. <laughs> You're the nose tackle. The fucking ball uh, is right in front of your face. You can see it. Were his eyes closed? <laughs> Maybe not. Because the man jumps off sides, pulls the center over. I'm like, what are we doing? Like, what are you doing? I'm surprised you have a job this week. Yikes. It was that bad, dude. It yeah. was that bad. But, um, you know, I am incur- I They lost in week one. I, again, I thought they probably would. It's. I, but I think there's still some encouraging signs yeah. there. So, you better figure it out this week, otherwise yep. you got some problems. So, yep. You got anywhere else you want to go with this, or are we we good to we good to shut her down? We've Kurt, talked for a while. We have talked for a while. Um, I don't really have much else I want to add. Uh, other than wait, did we cover everything you want to say there? Yeah. Okay, just make yep. sure. Um, by there I mean I wrote the note down waddled. Yeah, it was Patriots just sense. about the it was it was about the fourth and seven. <laughs> the fourth and seven. Um, yeah. just want to make sure. So yeah, Kurt. Interesting week one. Hoping for a better week two. At least we have some juice early in the season. You know, yeah. in previous years as Patriots fans, sure, it was nice to start the season in the AFC Championship game, but yeah. it made the regular season kind of eh, whatever. We're fighting for our lives in week two. Kurt, it's kind of fun. The <laughs> I adrenaline feel, is flying. I feel like a Jets fan. <laughs> oh my god, don't say that, Kurt. You know it's gonna be really the sad. Giants have a better record than us. You know how we were talking about? I, I almost don't want to say this, but you know how we were talking about uh, fighting with the Dolphins for second place. What if we're fighting with the Jets for third place? More realistic right now. That's tough. It's not a good look. That's tough. Remember that time we went to the Jets? Like, was that last year, two years ago? Yeah, last one year ago, like this week. Yeah, and Trevor, week two. And uh, no, no, Zach, Zach Wilson, Wilson. I almost was saying Trevor Lawrence. I was like, no, that's not right. Um, Zach man, Wilson saw ghosts. So. Man saw some ghosts. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, who's this? Owen Comey in the chat. Uh, that's a kid from Darien. Kurt, read those just those first four words out loud in the second message. Just the first four words. Aaron Rodgers fucked me. <laughs> Wow! Thank you, Owen, for your contribution. Owen, to my, the chat. my man. Uh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers wasn't wasn't the move this year. Um, will Max back Sasms fuck him over for the upcoming weeks? No, uh, Mac was a full participant at yeah, practice. So hopefully, I mean, but again, if the offensive line is going to do that again, if Mac Jones is hurt even a little bit, and I have to watch Brian, Brian Hoya, people forget I have the picture of Brian Hoya now. <laughs> so maybe or or Bailey Zap. Are we going to get Zap attacked already? Zapped. Uh, Bailey Zappi, yeah, no. If Mac Jones is oh, yeah, hurt, Zappy, someone yeah. run me over with a fucking. Quad. Ain't happy with Bailey Zappi. No, that Nailed was good. It. All right, man. Uh, that's episode two. Yep. Uh, I don't know what we're gonna do. Like, do we want to include the Thursday night in the pick six, or should we go back to just having six? It's such Sunday a good. Games? It's such a good that's game. What I'm saying, Chiefs Chargers. In the pick six. Should we just do it now? Oh, fuck it. All right. So it's Charger. I don't know what. Chargers it's Chiefs. Chargers Chiefs. Where is it? Uh, Phil Buster while I look it up. All right, so Chargers Chiefs. I picked against the Chargers in Week One. It's that was in one. Air, at Arrowhead Chiefs. Chiefs at Arrowhead. I picked against the Chargers in Week One. I said that um, you know I thought Josh McDaniels would get off to a hot start. Blah blah. blah. That didn't go my way. I did pick the Chiefs in Week One. Um, yeah, you did. 
I this is a, a great game. Another a, so the Chargers are starting with two AFC West yeah. showdowns yep. to start the season. Um, oh, I don't know how I want to take in this one. What's the line? Uh, Chiefs minus, minus four. four. Yep. Ooh, uh, I will take the Chargers plus four, but I'm taking the Chiefs to win the game. Kurt, that's honestly fair. And here's here's the pickle I'm in. Right? Yeah. Obviously, they made me look like a fucking fool in week one. Like I predicted their demise, and they weren't. Here we are again. And now, what are my two options? Fucking buckle down, pick against them again, and they're probably going to spank my ass. Or do the expected move and pick them, but then they're just going to lose, and I'm going to be like, right, but I'm wrong. Well, what's weird to me is I picked the Chargers to win the goddamn Super Bowl this year, and I picked against them twice now. Yeah, that's weird. But then, so maybe by that logic, I'm taking the Chargers because then that means they're going to win. Yeah. But, but, but that's your – you picked for me, but my pick is the Chargers, but you picked it. All right, deal. So okay. I'm worming out of so like if I'm, I'm wrong. So Bruno, I'm taking the Chiefs. You're taking the Chargers because of my pick. You picked it, so for, I'm taking the Chargers. Okay. You, it's your pick. Sure, sure. So sure, that sure. means if I get it right, credit to me, and if I get it wrong, credit or bad on me. Bad on you. Okay, yep. fair, Perfect. fair, fair. Love so, that. No responsibility. Go Chiefs? That. Question mark. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. I just slobbed all over Justin Herbert's knob for this entire podcast, and I was picked against him for the second time. Yeah. I think he's a. I think he's going to be so good. He already is so good. Well, Kurt, what are you doing then? Relax. I'm taking the Chiefs. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm taking the Chargers. Anyways, that's our first pick. We'll get it up on the graphic. We'll do five more on Sunday. This is my promise to you, the viewers and the listeners and the consumers. I will get some fucking Wi-Fi for pick six on Sunday. I'll God. do it from my fucking apartment um, because that was a disaster last time. Um, we got a, a comment in the chat. Owen. <laughs> Steelers coming out the gate hot. How? Wait. Oh, hot. got low-key worried about, about week two. two. Don't be worried. Don't be low-key we'll worried. Right. Be high-key worried. Shout out. Oh, wait. Uh, sorry. We're going to win. Yeah. Shout out Blue Wave Soccer. Darian, oh, played. I have some merch. Wait a minute. Can I say that? Wait. Yeah. Dump on. No. I no. I mean, we had so much merch. Darian, I, I didn't know what to do it. So <laughs> I bought it from you I and gave it to the, the team store. Darian's so rich, I don't need your money. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, that's fine. So, that's fine. Yep. All right, Bruno. Take us out of here. All right. Well, we'll see you Sunday for the pick five on the pick six. And I will go 6-0 this week. And I'm going to be better than Kurt. And that's going to be great. And Kurt, I'm not giving Kurt the chance to say anything because we will see you next time on Playing the Field. Bye, guys.